0: Alright, coming in hot for a second time. Had some audio issues on the first episode. I had to delete it. But don't worry. This one should be good. This one will be good. It's the second installment, you guys. Secret Audio. eBay's not paying their sellers at all. They're not. It's wild. They're really stealing from everyone. I hope you like it. second day of learning the unsafe practices to make sure that the unsafe marketplace stays unsafe here at ebay the lights are still on as you all can see it's second day you guys excited you guys ready to try and steal some money (laughs) from some honest sellers don't worry soon enough we'll get there today we're going to go over just a few things unless anyone has any questions good good to see everyone here Especially Mike in the back. 1.5 million. He stole 1.5 million from honest, innocent sellers. Good job. That's what we're all about. Stealing money from honest sellers. Now, to recap yesterday, I'm your corporate trainer, Bling. And yesterday we discussed how the process, what what happens to the money, how it's how will we how it gets to us or your respective departments that you're in. It goes through, it has to be over $1,000, that's the money grab, that's the magic number. However, however, this is worth mentioning. If an item is not over $1,000, such as the seller of this GPU here. Actually, let's, I forgot to turn the um, projector on. Can we, Oh, give me one second, let me get that projector on. Okay, there we go. So, as you can see this, with this particular seller and that GPU, it, was less than $1,000. It's priced to sell, it's a good GPU. And, however, the seller in his Hail Mary play to get money, because he needed it, he sold a computer as well, which was over $1,000. So, combined, he's waiting on $1,575 that we stole from him. Now, although the GPU was not the magic number of $1,000, we're still able to keep that money because we combined it with two items. So, um, oh, right here in the front, the nerd again. So, just to clarify, the threshold is one thousand uh, dollars. on multiple items or just one, right? That's correct. It could be, it could be one thousand one dollar items, and then therefore it's, we got to take it. That's the magic number. If it's over thousand dollars, it's ours. If they keep it under a thousand, it's theirs. Mostly theirs. We'll still try and take it. But $1,000 is the magic numbers. Okay, let's go, guys, you ready? All right, next slide. So this exp- explains that process of yesterday. We've got a little diagram here and a little sort of like a tree or a circuit. $1,000 starts up here. It goes to high-value claims automatically. It automatically goes to high-value claims. It doesn't even, we look at every, if it's over $1,000, it's ours. We're gonna try and get it. Like we discussed yesterday, we have to target certain people. This is how we were doing things in the past, just blanket, blanketing everybody, $1,000, it's all ours, and it wasn't gonna last very long. They're gonna catch on to us, they're gonna know that we're stealing from them, so that so that algorithm wasn't working. But everything over $1,000 goes right here, high value claims, okay? They'll check it out. They'll make sure it's which type of seller it is, they'll look into it, make sure the money's legal, and uh, something I wanted to clarify yesterday. We want to make sure that the money's legal because it's easier for us to steal. And that is because we don't want to be caught stealing stolen money. That's going to help get us caught. And we don't like things that help get us caught. So stolen money is no good. We don't want to steal that. We want to steal honest money. That's why we go after honest sellers. However, that's, that's our strategy here, right guys? But... You have to pretend that you're considering everything stolen money anyway, to the cut, to the seller, to the honest sellers. You're acting, you're okay. Hold on. Let me just stick with the the diagram here. Um, but you want to make sure that you're portraying to the seller at this point, when we're trying to steal our money, the honest seller that, you know, there's suspicion that it's stolen, even though we've already checked it, it's not stolen. We want that money. We're going to get it too. So that's how that works. High value claims over a thousand dollars. Is it stolen? Is it not? They'll look into it there and kind of just sift through it, just gloss over it, and then it comes down to your departments. There's three different tiers here of customer service. They're all worthless. They're all useless. They don't help anybody. They're just there to take up time, to slow people down, to stall. The first tier, it's a script. You guys probably, some of you might be in those departments, sure. But I doubt it. It's, It's mainly just, Guys like you, you know, they'll put us up in the other tour, uh, tier two or tier, tier three. Probably tier three, you guys. But either either tier is fine. There's, there's not one that's better than the other. Um, some people like tier three because it's only messages. There's no phone calls. There's no anything. But you get some pretty angry messages. And they're always coming in. Um, you'd be surprised. It sounds like it might sound nice to not have any phone calls. Either way, we're not helping anybody. Customer service doesn't help anybody here. You guys know that. In fact, the whole goal is to piss people off, to piss off an honest seller. You have to break them soon. You have to break them quick to make sure they give up and stop asking for their money. Okay, so there we are at these different tiers. Tier one doesn't help anybody. Tier two doesn't help anybody. Tier three does not help. Tier three is actually kind of more um, aimed at pissing off honest sellers. Tier three's job is to piss off honest sellers. One and two is to kind of stall them and slow them down, talk to them on the phone. I'm sorry, I understand your concern. I really, Uh, lately, uh, this is kind of important actually. Lately, we've been trying to venture away from that script of, I do understand your concern, because a lot of times you don't understand their concern if they're that pissed, because they're about ready to be put on the street, right? If they don't have a car, they can't drive anywhere to complain to anyone. If they don't have a phone, they can't. They're going to be pissed if they don't have a place to live. What are they going to be complaining to us about? They're going to be trying to find a place to live. Find a place to die. Either way, they can't ask for their money if they don't have a home or a phone or a car. That's the whole purpose, guys. All right. Some of you are, yeah, some of you are getting into it. Yeah, you want to ruin some lives, ruin some futures. I get it. I get it. Steal some money. Hell yeah. We can go over these different tiers later, but that's what happens. Typically, typically the high value claims, they will go, if it's over $1,000, it's typically in tier three. It's typically in tier three. And then depending on how the seller, the honest seller reacts at that point, you know, that's when you guys can either act vicious, you know, piss them off, right? Okay, so that's what goes on there. Depending on the tier, there's different automated messages, there's different automated emails. Yes, some of you will be responding, but all of them are scripts. All of them are just, you don't have to do anything. Just hit send. But a lot of times, because we're getting flooded and overwhelmed with so much, we're stealing so much money from these honest sellers that there's a lot coming in and it's hard to keep track of sometimes. So don't get tripped up and send two of the same emails or just try and keep track of that. That's the only thing I'd say. And don't say, I understand your concern because you don't understand what it's like to be right. (laughs) You guys aren't on the street right now. You guys have, you guys are working uh, as career criminals now at uh, your new tech jobs over in Silicon Valley here at the Unsafe Marketplace. That is a No, you guys aren't, aren't, aren't about to go on the street. You guys are about to steal some money from honest sellers. Now, oh yeah, we got a question from the back here. Oh yeah, hi, it's kind of a personal question, Mr. Bling. Do you ever, like, have any sympathy or feel bad for what you're doing? That's <laughs> a personal question. Well, uh, no, I don't feel bad about it. I enjoy it. I have to enjoy it. I have to enjoy stealing money from people. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. When my conscience is clean, I know what I'm doing. I'm stealing money from honest sellers. That's how it has to be. It's either them or me. <laughs> They're gonna be on the streets, so it's them. And I think the only time I ever felt really bad is when I was stealing money from a seller, an honest seller. And he was just, uh, he he'd tried very hard to, to accomplish something for years. And then I kind of ruined that for him. So I, I understand what that's like kind of, and I wouldn't say I felt bad about it, but I still spent all of his money and I stole. All right, is that it? <laughs> all right, good. All right, so the next step after that, after it's gonna be a series of automated emails, there's gonna be names on them, but it's just no one's actually typing or writing them. They're just sent out at random times and they think the, the honest seller thinks they're actually getting a response from us, but they're not. It's all automated. You'd be surprised at how much personnel can can. You'd be surprised just like how much bigger this company seems based on all the automated emails that we send out. They think that they're talking to customer service reps. They think it's just us in this shitty building, this shitty room. Bunch of shitty computers and slow internet. That's that's what we like to do here. And <laughs> that's how the unsafe marketplaces run. But there's a common public misconception that we have a lot more people working here and there's a lot more people uh, responding and replying to messages and that's not it. it that, those are all just automated, dumb messages. Like, oh, we do understand your concern. Always default to, could you just wait 48 hours? If you can push it to 72 hours, do that. The longer, the better. A lot of times we'll ask for some of the uh, tactics that we'll use just to buy us some time when we're stealing honest seller's money is we'll ask them for a delivery confirmation. That way the seller ships the items like a sucker without getting paid first, thinking, expecting that he's going to get paid with the tracking numbers once the items are delivered, but that's not the case. All he did was just make sure that we got we we could steal his money easier, more easily. But during that time, typically you're looking at about four days downtime, seventy two hours. It's priority mail. After the delivery, the sellers, pro- depending on how desperate they are, sellers probably going to message you and say, "Look, here's the delivery conference Here's all this, here's all the information." From there, you guys have to wait one day. Reply one day later. You don't want to reply right off the bat. You're not going in chronological order with these sellers and their messages. You're waiting. You're making them wait even longer. So when they give you that information, the delivery confirmation, signature, whatever else, whatever fucking bullshit we ask for, this is when, after the item's been delivered, you know it's been delivered, this is when you have the green light to piss them off. Piss off the seller as much as you can. You want to break them right out of the gate. You want to make them so frustrated that they'll start to either be belligerent or or wig out. See, you might see some people laughing sometimes around the office when they're on the phone and people are just yelling and screaming, not even making sense. They just lose their minds because they know they're about to end up on the street. They're so mad because they're about to be homeless. Uh, You'll get some phone calls though, It's, it's something else. Oh yeah, they're pissed, oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be upset too if I was about to go on the street because someone stole all my money. But all it does when they freak out like that is it helps add to that suspicious act They weren't acting like they normally were. Oh, that seller was belligerent. They were just make, weren't just were making any, we had to take steal their money, right? Anything that you can do to piss off the seller to break them sooner so they stop asking for their money, make them frustrated, but try and buy as much time as you can. Try to keep buying time. So after the delivery call, wait a day, <laughs> don't pay them, and then, the next day, re- request something else, make something up. Typically, if the se- if the seller had other items listed, whether they canceled them or not, because they deemed the unsafe marketplace as unsafe, because they caught on to us stealing their money, which can happen sometimes, you'd be surprised. Some of them are pretty sharp. And yeah, they can catch on pretty quick. Not often, not often. In that uh, video yesterday with that couple, they looked like they were still okay with participating in the unsafe marketplace. They didn't put it together, they didn't realize we're stealing from them. But we are. We're stealing from honest sellers here at eBay. I'm glad I get to help train you guys as your corporate trainer. Make sure that we can accomplish stealing some honest seller money here. So if the seller had items previously listed, whether or not they removed them on their own, ask for the receipts. Ask for the receipts doesn't matter, doesn't matter what the items are, could be jewelry, could be a painting, ask for receipts, especially ask for receipts if you know it's an older item. I know with the seller of the GPU here, oh yeah bring that slide up, the seller of the GPU here, uh, he had a couple items that he canceled, this is the one I was referencing to, he was the one that caught on a little bit quicker, a little bit sooner, I think after 10 days this guy knew, so you can see here. Bring up the other slide with the microphone. So he had a microphone listed here. It's about fifteen. That's a fifteen-year-old microphone. You think he's gonna have a receipt? <laughs> you guys think he's gonna have a fucking receipt for that? No way. Easy money. Oh, he can't provide a receipt. What? Well, too bad. This will just have to steal all your money. And usually that shit pisses him off too. So that's a pretty good tactic to use. You're trying to piss off the seller. You're working at that third tier, which can be good and bad, third tier, it's only messages, there's no phone calls, so he's responding, he's really mad, we're sending him the automated messages, we're kind of uh, sending him a few non-automated messages, but he doesn't have the receipts, he's not going to give it to us, he's pissed, we know there's no receipts, that's a 15-year-old microphone, guys, oh yeah, we also asked, he had another guitar for sale here, yeah, he had it listed, but he ended the listing because, like I said, he caught on to us. So we asked for that receipt too. He claims it was a gift. People don't get receipts with their gifts typically, right? So, we know there's no receipt for the guitar, and there's no receipt for the microphone. Alright, easy money, it's ours. $1,575. All ours. No work at all. It's easy, right? Alright, next slide. Oh, yeah, what's that? What, what, you had a question? Uh, yes, sir, uh, Mr. Bling, uh, how did you know that he was? He caught on to you? Oh, the, well, we were talking about... He received that request for the receipts, and then during that exchange, uh, he was really mad, and he started calling Trust and Safety the Organized Crime Ring. So he knew what we were up to. He knew Trust and Safety is an organized crime unit, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he can't... If we delete all the messages, if we deactivate his account permanently, what's he going to do? Who's he going to tell? And that's where we're going next is because some of you might think, um, well, he's going to tell everybody. And that's where we come into these algorithms. Remember in yesterday's video, they're talking about safety algorithms, um, uh, things that can trigger uh, an account to be locked, which is bullshit. You know? <laughs> you know, We're the ones that lock the accounts. If it's over a $1,000, it's automatically locked. you know? Yeah, that money's ours. It just depends on the seller. So that's where we're at here. That's where High Value Claims kinda comes in. So that's where it's the first stop at High Value Claims is because they're gonna check it out. If it's a couple, hmm, they might be a little bit hesitant. That's two. That's two voices. That's two people that will complain. We're looking for individual people, individual honest sellers here. We're looking for sellers who are honest, and they're desperate. And this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter uh, training day today, or at least this first morning training session is gonna be a little bit shorter. We'll go to lunch, get some free food, some boxed cereal. You guys check out the cafeteria and the free food. It's just a bunch of boxes of cereal and shitty like Nutrigrain grain and brand cereal. You know, free drinks, free cereal, okay, know, whatever. We're stealing, from, we're stealing from honest people here, guys. Come on, we're trying to steal money here. We're not gonna be buying fancy cereal actually have a chef in the kitchen. That, that's what real tech companies do. That's what real innovative tech companies do. We don't, we're not that. We're selling shit on, on it's a garage sale and we're stealing money from honest sellers. So to go back to the seller of the GPU here, he's pretty desperate. He hasn't listed anything for a long time. Looks like he's selling those bigger items, the uh, high value items. He's got three of them there. There's a guitar, a GPU, and a computer. And what, it, what was he selling before? Not not a lot, just some soldering gear, it looked like, or looked like he sold a guitar in November, but... Yeah, nothing really. So why is he just selling this stuff now? Yeah, from the back. Oh, he's probably selling it to pay for rent in the phone. Yeah, probably, probably is. We'll never know. I th- I'm pretty sure he's on the street now, actually. he's getting closer there. He's getting there. But yeah, that probably could have been about two months of rent, a car payment, probably a phone payment, sure, yeah. Like I said, we'll never know, but that's a pretty desperate play there. You think he'd been planning that for a year or something like that? No. his last minute, he hadn't been planning on selling those items at that specific time deliberately for that money to use it for specific things. Nobody does that. Not individual sellers like that. And that's what we're looking for here, guys. Individual sellers who are desperate, making these desperate plays. It's so much easier to intercept that money, give them a hard time, frustrate them, they'll break, they're gone. Still, money from the next honest seller. He's trying to desperately get some last minute money. Are they trying to help someone or pay pay for the hospital stay or something? (laughs) Yeah, right. They're trying to buy medicine some sellers man some sellers you can tell how desperate they are and you guys will get better at kind of identifying the desperation how quickly they re- reply or what they're saying in their reply or you can even ask them sometimes and while you're trying to piss them off say oh what do you need that money for anyway And they'll tell you and then that way you can kind of hang it over their head Just, yeah and piss them off they'll break trust me you guys you guys are <laughs> if you like pissing people off you guys are going to have such a fun time here you guys are going to this job. You guys are going to love being career criminals here at the unsafe marketplace. That is eBay. We might have actually kind of far surpassed into the the realm of the dark net. Absolutely. The dark net is much safer than the unsafe marketplace, eBay. Do you think I have any credit card information stored here guys? You guys think I have an eBay account? Fuck no. I don't want to get robbed. I stole that money fair and square from honest sellers. So... You take that money, When they get all mad after all the automated emails. Typically, they'll wait days, and then they'll respond, or, or they'll, they'll, they'll write something. They'll get an automatic, uh, automated email, and then they'll wait a couple days. They'll, they'll believe it's a real email. They'll wait a couple of days, and they'll send a message again. But if they don't do that, if they go through and send too many messages too quick, they run through all those automated emails. They run through having their account permanently deleted. I'm not sure how many messages it is. It's not a specific. It's not a set number ever, but typically it's going to be right around six. It's 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 going to be after five, five exchanges. So there's five automatic exchanges. If you can, we can see how many exchanges they've had. So if they if they've passed five in a twenty four hour period, they're pissed, and they're desperate. So we know at that point, it's it's honest money, it's ours. They're pissed. And that's when we permanently deactivate their account. Because as an individual seller with a deactivated account, no money, they're gonna be homeless, no phone. That's, That's the perfect one. That's the one we're always after. Desperate, right on the cusp of being thrown on the street. That's the best one. We love ruining people's lives. We love stealing money from honest sellers here. We don't care about the impact. We don't care about their lives. You can go on the website all you want, our dated old ass website. Yeah, it looks like HTML. Yeah, it looks like it looks the same since 1995, I know. That's on purpose, it's not safe. There's no safety, it's purposely unsafe so we can steal your money. That's why it looks like that. But some of you will get uh, into some of the nitty gritty here with some of the apps and some of the data that they use with the eBay app. They've got a lot of data They've got a ton of data and the app is even like, it's, it's less safe than the website. They're compromising their credit card numbers on the app. They're compromising their credit card numbers on the website. It's like double. They can get the stolen twice. Yeah, double the risk here guys. Cool. Right? Yeah. The app is less safe than the website and the website's not safe at all. That's how we like to do things here at the unsafe marketplace. That is eBay. So depending on how long the seller, the honest seller, has been honestly selling items for and we're asking for receipts and shit, and then they're getting all mad, depending on how long they've been a seller, how long they've been with eBay, I mean, I've seen some sellers, some honest sellers go all the way back to the beginning, like 2002, I've even seen some honest sellers back in the 90s. So that couple from last night, the video last night, they were talking about they've been with eBay since the 90s and and... Yeah, that was a year ago, that that video was made a year and a half ago, so the algorithms have improved much since then and with the app combined with the website and all the data that we have, well, well, how about we take an early lunch, guys? We'll we'll come back into it after lunch uh, when you guys get back. We'll see you soon.